Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Hello, everyone. This holiday season is definitely going to look and feel different from others thanks to the pandemic. But, you know, some things never change. Criminals are always looking for a way to catch us with our guard down. And we like to think it won't happen to us, but it's worthwhile to listen to some tips and reminders um, to make sure that it doesn't. My name is Jen Schrader. I want to welcome you to Behind the Springs, whether you are watching on Facebook, watching um, on Springs TV or listening to our podcast. Welcome to our listeners and subscribers. I have two experts with me today uh, remotely, and I thank them for being with me, Wes Wilkerson and Chris Osick, and they are both crime prevention officers with the Colorado Springs Police Department. Welcome to both of you. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, thank you, Jen. And um, Chris, if I could start with you, if you both don't mind, I like to get a little personal on the podcast. So if you can okay. both tell me a little bit about your service, your background, um, how long you've been here in Colorado Springs with the police department. And also, for people who don't know, what does a crime prevention officer do? What does that sort of entail? Do you want to start, Chris? Absolutely. Um, so, I, again, I'm Chris Oss, a crime prevention officer. I'm a Colorado Springs native. Uh, I was in the Marines for four years, and then I got out, got a degree, and joined the police department. Um, during my time on the department, I got in uh, 2012 is when I joined the department. Uh, I've been a patrol officer. I've been on the impact team, which is a proactive policing unit. Uh, I've been crowd control. Um, right now, I'm a crisis negotiator on the side of crime prevention. And uh, what crime prevention is, essentially, we are the tools for community education. We like to get information out there, how people can um, protect themselves, how they can protect their families. And we really want to partner with the community. So not only do we provide um, presentations. We also do neighborhood watch groups. Um, we do security assessments. So we really partner with the community any way we can. Okay. And how about you, Wes? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure, Jen. Uh, I am Wesley Wilkerson. I'm also a crime prevention officer here for CSPD. I'm a native of Arkansas and uh, graduated from the University of Arkansas with a degree in criminal justice while also serving as a campus police officer for the University of Arkansas. This was all Prior to 9-11, once 9-11 occurred, I joined the Army as a full-time counterintelligence special agent. Uh, the Army actually brought me to Colorado in 2002, and I immediately fell in love with the area. Uh, Colorado Springs just felt like a place I wanted to spend the rest of my life. I was unfortunately moved. The military moved me in 2009 and uh, couldn't wait to get back. So in 2014, I left active duty and came back to Colorado Springs with the intent of settling here. Um, was very fortunate to get hired onto the department in 2015, and I've served uh, both in a patrol capacity and now as a crime prevention officer. I've served in three of our four divisions. Um, I also serve as a peer support uh, program uh, counselor and our crisis intervention team. And concurrently, I'm actually still in the reserves and I'm teaching at UCCS with the ROTC program. Oh, I wish you had more going on. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I, I do need to take a break. Sometimes. Right, not a lot of spare time. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you both for your, for your service and for being part of our police department. I think crime prevention is so important, and it's sort of one of those things I think people think, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't need crime prevention tips, but we all need those reminders. Um, 
So, I mean, Chris, let's start with some of those most common criminal acts that take place during the holiday and, and the winter season, all throughout the winter. I know puffing is a big one, and that's probably something that people have heard about here, we hope. Um, if not, give us a little uh, summary. <laughs> what is puffing? Why should we be aware of it? Um, you know, and it's sure. so it's so preventable. Oh, you got it. Uh, so puffing is when you leave your vehicle running unattended. And so essentially we look outside today and it's actually a little bit colder today than it has been. And so sometimes people will go out, they'll say, ah, I need to warm up my car. Uh, let me just put the keys in it. I'll start it right up. And they go inside, they get some coffee. Now I can tell you uh, puffing is very bad. One of the things that I think uh, the public needs to know about is when your car gets stolen uh, it's not something that they use for transportation for their everyday life or they're using to get from A to B or to get groceries. Uh, instead, what they do is they actually take it and they commit more crimes with it. So they don't want to get, um, you know, obviously there's surveillance cameras out there on houses and they don't want someone to pick up what their vehicle looks like. So they get a stolen motor vehicle, they commit criminal acts. And so it further facilitates uh, criminal activity. So basically, when it comes to puffing, First of all, you should never leave your vehicle running unattended. Um, if you have to go out there and warm up the vehicle, you should be sitting inside. So get your coffee beforehand. I know it's a little bit cold, um, but that way you can avoid uh, having your car stolen. And just to give you some quick statistics on that. Um, so January is typically one of our busier months. We're going to be in January very soon, and that's because of the cold weather there. Uh, in January 2019, there were 27 vehicles that were stolen due to being puffers. Um, and in 2020, January of this year, there were 43. OK, uh, it's a continuing trend and it's very easy for people to prevent. Now, uh, a few of the common questions that we get are, can I leave my my car running with the keys inside and lock my car door uh, and then open it later with an auxiliary set of keys? And the answer is no, that's still not. They can just break the window. They can get inside and steal your car. So you don't want to do that. Um, now, what about a remote starter? Those are totally fine. Okay. When you remote start your vehicle, if you put it into gear and uh, step on the brake or step on the gas, it will kill the car. So that is totally fine, and I highly advise uh, you to get one if you're looking for that. The other thing that I would say, uh, burglarized motor vehicles. So this is a year-round trend, um, and that's when people leave their vehicle unlocked. And moving into the holiday season, I won't I won't touch on holidays too much. We'll let that go later on, but um, – the reality of it is people are out there looking for unlocked cars, okay? If they find one that's unlocked, they'll go inside, they'll rummage through it and try to steal packages or mail or whatever happens to be in there. So just some quick tips there. Uh, if it's got a lock, lock it, okay? Uh, right. Especially a car. Make sure to lock your car uh, and take all items of value or perceived value out of the vehicle. Sometimes people leave gym bags and stuff inside the car, uh, but if the um, – person walking down the street criminal looks inside and says you know what there could be something expensive in that car yeah, there they could may be electronics in. or an ipad or whatever exactly yeah and so it furthers that uh that criminal activity there as well so don't leave your vehicle running unintended and make sure to lock your car door okay great tips and um wes what are some other things that happen as people are holiday shopping i know not as many people are out there traditional holiday shopping some folks are online some folks are doing it in person, um, but what are some other things to be aware of? Well, I tell you, 2020, it's the year of first in so many aspects, and we're calling it an extended Black Friday event because I think a lot of Black Friday sales started several weeks ago because they anticipated restricted crowds in a lot of our stores locally. 
Um, and then obviously with the elevation of COVID restrictions on Friday, that changed the shopping experience too. So we're not really seeing a lot of in-person shopping. There's been a huge shift to online shopping this year. Uh, and it's easier, it's safer, and it's a lot more convenient for people who are at home during the COVID lockdown. Having said that, there are still some Black Friday events, and we just got to remind everybody, you know, safety concern is now spread over days and not just one day. Uh, avoid carrying large amounts of cash. If you are purchasing items, especially high-value items, and then going to another store, be sure to lock those items and packages in your trunk or cover them in the vehicle. We don't want that um, visible item showing. You know, be sure that you're carrying your purse and your valuables into the store with you. Don't leave it visible. Um, also, check your surroundings when entering and exiting your vehicle in those public parking lots. You know, park in a lighted area. It's it's dark at 4:30 now, so mm -hmm. be sure you're parking in a lighted area if you are visiting stores to shop. But going to that online shopping experience. This is, it's going to be big this year, so we want to just encourage everyone to use the resources that are available to them when conducting online shopping, and in particular, the packages that are to be delivered to their residence or place of employment. Most will come with a tracking number of some kind. Monitor those tracking numbers, whether email, text message, notification, so on and so forth. Utilize some of the delivery service uh, options that are available, such as signature delivery or Amazon Prime lockers that are scattered throughout the city or delivery to some of the department stores where you have to pick it up with a photo ID. Um, also, be sure to monitor your video doorbell notifications if you have a package delivered. It's very easy just to ignore that motion activated or doorbell ring when it comes across your phone uh, because you're so used to hearing it. But monitor it. See when the package is delivered. If you're not there to pick it up, maybe have a trusted neighbor go pick it up for you. Um, and, and also just uh, be safe. You know, if you're ordering something high value, just monitor that tracking. Yeah. So like you said, if you've got high value items, whether it's online or in person, it's just guarding those, whether you're Absolutely. you know, going to pick them up at a location or just being aware of when they're delivered because of porch pirates, um, which I know is a problem here. Um, and I think people do get a little bit of a false sense of security with those doorbell cameras. Would you agree? I would agree. Uh, I mean, they can be helpful. I, they're they're, they're a is, good thing. But it is, is unfortunately an after-the-fact video of someone taking their package. Right. So let's take those steps in advance. And these are the same mechanisms that I, Officer Wilkerson, uses when he orders high-value items. I monitor my tracking mechanism. I have it uh, sent to the, either the Postal Service or FedEx or UPS for signature delivery. And speaking of, the U.S. Postal Service has a great program called Informed Delivery that any citizen can sign up for that will help show what packages and mail are expected to be delivered to their location. Yeah, that's those are some great tips. What, what else? Jump, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump in. Wes brought up some outstanding points, uh, and one of the things that I think that I'd really like to drive home that he said when those with those tracking numbers, this year since there's not a good – there is not going to be a lot of family gatherings. Um, if you send packages to someone else, you need to make sure they have those tracking numbers as well, just because so that way they're looking out for the package. If they have no idea that they should be expecting something on a certain day, um, that could it could get stolen and they have no idea that it even happened. So 
just to be aware of that going no, on. That's what a great tip too. You know, just, just even a text message that says, Hey, it's supposed to get there on Tuesday morning, um, helps people be aware to be looking for it. Um, sure. like Wes pointed out, I think that's really good. Cause a lot of people are shipping packages all across the country. It's hard to keep track of them all, but it's important. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Chris makes a great point. You know, in-person visitations are going to be limited this year. And I think people are going to send more packages, send more gift cards in the mail and, and items like that. And, you know, we do see some of the scams that hit this time of the year, too, like this secret shopper scam that has recently reemerged. Uh, just a quick overview of what it is, is a an unknown entity at another state maybe will send a check for a very large amount, $1,000, $2,000, to a unsuspecting citizen with an instructions of go cash this check and buy uh, gift cards, various gift cards for different things, Amazon, um, Best Buy, so on and so forth, and then mail them back to us as part of this secret shopper program, and we're going to allow you to keep some of the cards. Well, what they don't know is the check is fake, and as soon as they cash it, they've now become the suspect in part of that whole scam because they've contributed to the crime themselves. And the person in another state who's monitoring a post office box is getting all these gift cards for free, essentially. Oh, mm -hmm. whoa, that is crazy. Yeah, so that's one that comes and goes. It does come and go, and it's really big right now. And I think the fact that we're going to have all these, we're not going to have in-person, you know, holiday season. Uh, I think a lot of gift cards will be bought this year. I expect that. Yeah, that's for sure. And I know going back to puffing, Chris, that you have some people that have said, "Hey, back off on the puffing." You know, it's my car; I can do what I want. Um, and you know, if it gets stolen, we'll just call you guys and let you know, and you'll find it. But it's not sure. always that simple, right? Like you said, I just want to emphasize that um, in terms of the point you made about people, that's the first of the many crimes they're going to commit in most instances. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of people I have uh, encountered individuals that say, hey, it's my my car. It's my and it property. Is. I, I mean, can do whatever I want it, with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing about it is uh, moving for, forward from there, once they have that car, they uh, create numerous issues. They go out and they commit crime all over the city. They victimize more people. And that mode of transportation really allowed them to do that. So it's not the one uh, criminal instance of them stealing that car. It's more about what they're going to do in the future with it. Now, the other bad thing is, will the person ever get their car back? Uh, we can never guarantee it. We do our best. We find a lot of stolen motor vehicles in, in decent condition. But there are times when we find beautiful vehicles that were stolen, uh, that they are no longer serviceable. They've been in accidents. They've been run through buildings. They've had all mm. sorts of issues with them. And so I'm of the opinion personally, and I think Wes would agree with me on this. Um, it, it's better just not to chance it. You know, you, I'm sure that everyone needs their vehicle. They have family things they need to do. Uh, just get in the car, let it warm up for 30 seconds while you're in there and then drive away. Don't leave it running unattended. Mm -hmm. Bundle up, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's those and, and small I'll, things. I'll Anything else that Chris... I forgot that you guys want to mention, um, just, you know, as people are uh, hitting the peak of the shopping season and this unusual shopping season. Yeah, Jan, and I'll echo something that Chris said, you know, it, we, we want to educate our citizens to be vigilant and not be those victims of crimes of opportunity. And one of the arguments we typically hear, hear when it involves burglary of a motor vehicle is, oh, I don't lock my doors because I don't want somebody smashing my window because then I have a window. 
Well, it's a misperception because criminals just don't go around smashing random windows on vehicles looking for items. They smash a window because they see an item of value that they want or a perceived item of value. That gym bag full of dirty laundry, criminal doesn't know that that's what's in there. It could be an iPhone or a computer. They're going to smash a window and grab that. So we just really encourage everyone to lock your doors, secure your valuables out of sight. Okay. Those are great tips. Hey, thank you both so much for joining me. And I, I want to encourage people to follow um, Colorado Springs Police Department on social media because I know that you all share a lot of great tips on um, Facebook and Twitter and you know whatever your social media of choice may be. Um, City of COS is also a great one to follow as we share some of their messages um, and just for some great tips. So as always, um, thank you for being with me and thank you to the listeners and um, to the viewers for watching and listening um, to Behind the Springs. We'll have more episodes coming up shortly and happy holidays to you guys. Happy holidays a lot, Jen. Thanks thank for you. Us.